And now, as the dice roll, brought to you today by Bruce's Basement. Need a place to hunker down? He has it. Need a place to stash life-size human statues? Got it covered. Need a tiara and aviator glasses? Don't touch them, those are his. Bruce's Basement. Previously on What Is Not. Sounds like we can confront Mildred, or we can go and try and rescue White Wolf Cow. If we were to distract Mildred, call the library, because we know she's there, and tell her that we have the key and we want to talk. That's a good idea. Have Elvis at the ready, and if we need to have him intervene, he can, but we won't immediately put him in that situation. Hi, my name's Brian. You ordered an Uber? I'm happy to meet you, dear, but I'm going to meet you somewhere of my choosing. Uh, why don't we meet at the Chili's? Okay, we're crossing the street as long as we can't see our car anymore. I'm going to try to open the, the outside lock with the credit card. In the sand of the Mojave Desert in California, off historic Route 66, sits a small desert town called Baghdad. We have some ancient prophecy that something bad's going to go down in Baghdad. It's a town of shadows and secrets. Things aren't as they seem, but we're still not quite sure what's going on. Where bumps in the night aren't the house settling. Trying to find answers. And the monster under your bed lies in wait for your foot to leave the safety of your covers. My mom used to tell me all of these weird stories about monsters, but I didn't really believe anything she said because, you know, that's crazy talk. It's a world where cultists spend their days pushing papers at the DMV and their nights summoning ancient creatures from the dread beyond. See, maybe something happened down at Cryptocore. The expert. Susan Donaldson. The town vet. The freelancer. People call me Beth. Hunting is sort of just like a business that I'm in. The deathless. Bruce the zombie and his father cast a spell to bring him back. The initiate. Donovan Elaine, part of an ancient order of monster hunters. The Monstrous. Zeke Solardier. He works for Cryptocore, which is his family's corporation. It's a town where it's very hard to tell what is real and what is not. Welcome to Baghdad. We start with Susan inserting the credit card into the library door. And I would say at this point, you need to roll Act Under Pressure. Oh, <laughs> I rolled a four. <laughs> and so it begins. <laughs> wait, wait, what's pressure? What do you add? You add cool. Mm. Wait, except I get to add sharp. Okay, three, four, seven, seven. Oh, Lord, my heart. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I would say that you do, of course, unlock the door, but one of you notices that there seems to be a little blinking light above the door that you did not notice the first time you were here, and you believe you may have tripped an alarm. (laughs) Should we just do this fast? (laughs) Well, if we run inside and get into the secret underground room and, you know, close the secret passage behind us, 
before police or anybody shows up, we should be good. And then we'll be trapped there. <laughs> well, that's okay. That's what we're, that's where we're trying to go. And whoever comes to investigate will leave eventually. Right? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Okay, so is there any way we can deactivate this alarm? Who amongst us might have that skill? Is there a panel by the door that you punch in a code to turn it off or something like that? Yes, there is like a little keypad standard alarm thing. Can we use magic to find out? Is the code post-it noted to the pad? (laughs) (laughs) No, No, it's not. Dang it. (laughs) You were saying I should use magic? I mean, can we use magic to find out what the code is? Like, maybe it would reveal where the fingers, you know, fell onto the keypad. Yeah. Can you use magic on electronics? I guess you could. You can use magic on everything. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to use magic to see if I can find the code. While I do that, in case it doesn't work, fan out and look to see if you can find it written down anywhere. In the bushes? Investigate inside the library, not in. Oh, that's right. Yes, we do have entree to the library, just not to yes. the alarm. Okay. I was like, Zeke, what are you doing? <laughs> Get out of the bushes, man. The code won't be there. <laughs> Zeke is easily distracted. <laughs> Zeke's slightly hungover. So, pardon Zeke's mental slowness. I saw something shiny. Bruce would like to do a Google search on how Tom Cruise would Mission Impossible this open. Okay. I don't even know what he would find. (laughs) (laughs) All Bruce is finding is a bunch of articles about how wonderful Tom Cruise is, how crazy Tom Cruise is, how he's wonderful and crazy. Like, nobody can decide whether they like Tom Cruise or not. (laughs) I go over to the desk and I'm shuffling through. I remember, wasn't there a locked door or do I find a locked door? Like a drawer? Yeah, a drawer. I was thinking before there was that drawer with the cash. I don't remember if it was locked or not. It was. But I got into it, so. I would say you can jimmy it open again. You're not finding anything immediately. Okay. All right, here's my magic. Oh my goodness. I got a six and a four is ten plus three weird. I got 13. Oh, yeah. Okay, so what do you want this spell to do? I want this spell to tell me which of these buttons have been pressed in the past and preferably what order they're pushed in. (laughs) (laughs) Could we see her pushing them? Sure. Like an image of her pushing them, like from the past? That sounds great, yeah. A vision. A ghostly visage. Okay, so he casts that little scrying globe that he's cast a couple of times, and you see that the code is 6265. 6265. I quickly put in 6265 and hit the deactivate alarm button. The light stops flashing. I think we're good, guys. (laughs) Crisis averted. I was hoping the passcode would be like 1234 or something. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Shall we debark downstairs? (laughs) Yes, yes, we should. Okay, so if you're going back to the back wall, remember it's kind of between the two bathrooms where there is a drinking fountain, and the key fits into the drinking fountain, and you slide open the wall behind the drinking fountain, and it leads to the stairs that go down into the basement. Yeah, this is a different key than the one that we have protected by magic, right? This is No, 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 this is the key. This is the key. 
Okay. Bruce is going to cue up the Mission Impossible theme song. <laughs> <laughs> we were locking it up so that Mildred, the probably evil librarian, wouldn't get the key and get into the secret room, which she apparently knows exists. Oh, that's right. Mildred is unaware of this hidden realm. Well, wasn't she asking Beth for access to it or something? She wanted the key, yeah. Oh, yeah, she knows it's there. She wants access. Oh, yeah. She wanted the key, and the key opens up this room, so it's fair to assume that she wanted to break into this place. Oh, yeah. And we have instructions for Elvis to contact us when Mildred's on the move, right? Yes. Okay. Great. So we'll just wait, you know, for that text. Elvis is tailing Mildred. At the Chili's. Mm-hmm. At the Chili's. <laughs> At the Chili's. Where one tells most people. Obviously. Right. <laughs> Particularly Elvis. He seems like a Chili's kind of guy. <laughs> well, really, yeah. Really love Chili's. <laughs> yeah. Heck yeah. Chili's is amazing. Anyways. <laughs> so we go downstairs, right? <laughs> What do you do with the door? Close it? <laughs> well, yeah, right? Maybe we should put some gum in the little slot just in case we have to try and get back out. A piece of tape? Yeah, we don't want to lock ourselves in. Yeah, does anybody have any gum? <laughs> I think we have enough notice to run up and close it if we need to. Our goal is to get out. Is there cell signal in this mystery basement? Are we going to be locked in? I mean, surely you can open it from the inside, right? Oh, famous last words. We'll find out. I think we just leave it open. (laughs) Should we leave a lookout? No, I think we need all eyes. We have Elvis telling us where she is. She's not here. We're alone for now. We could take one of our phones, prop it in the doorway, start a Facebook live, I'm sorry, a meta live stream, (laughs) and then watch it on one of our other phones while down in the basement so that we have a little security system all set up. Okay, do that. It's genius. Don't forget to make that live stream private so we don't just have Brittany from Facebook. (laughs) Mildred is in the chilies watching the live stream. (laughs) I don't need the key anymore. It's all right here. She's like, I already see it. I don't, it's open. (laughs) (laughs) Do-do-do. It's taking a long time to get this live stream set up. The product of Facebook, the website we log into, is still Facebook. It's the parent company that is now. You are right, Todd. Baghdad book. Baghdad book. book. Baghdad book. book. Well, who knows what that parent company is? (laughs) (laughs) It's probably a subsidiary of Cryptocore. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, the bag company, obviously. The bag company. So does Zeke set up our phone? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Any of us could do that on a regular day, so I don't think that that's something you have to roll for. All right. All right. You have a lot of confidence in our skills there, but okay. (laughs) I am picturing that it's kind of like propped up in the door jam, Mm -hmm. like just kind of shining out towards the front of the library. Yeah, so we can see the front. Okay. All right, let's go downstairs. And let's thoroughly investigate every nook and cranny of this place. Yes, so we fan out as we walk downstairs. Do we notice anything amiss? Anything different from before? Has anyone been here? Roll a investigative mystery. Six, seven, eight. An investigative mystery is... Sharp. Sharp. Eight, nine, ten, eleven. 
Okay, so Susan can pretty much feel assured that it is almost exact. Like, you would be very surprised if somebody's been here since you were, because it doesn't look like anything has changed. The couple of books that you took out are still where they were. They've got a little bit of dust on them. The lockers that Bruce scavenged for his ensemble is still open. It looks exactly the way you guys left it. And then if we start examining the walls, like the surrounding area, which we didn't really look at before, what do we see or notice? Well, let me remind you of what you've got in this room. So when you walk in from the staircase that leads down from the library, it basically kind of doubles back. So there's like a little landing, it doubles back, and you are looking at a Like the library is a big square and you are now looking at a basement that is the exact footprint of the library. In the corner ahead to you on the far side of the wall to the left is a little infirmary little area. There is a bunch of beds on the far wall in the center, a little kitchenette on the far right corner. Right to your left as you've just walked in is a little armory with all sorts of weapons and things. To the right looks like a little bit of a magical alchemist lab type thing. There is on the left wall center, there is like cages for what looks like prisoners or if you caught a monster. And then on the right wall, there is a table with a bunch of books on it. And above that is the big, huge, massive conspiracy theory board that has all the little notes about people and lines drawn connecting all the different clues to one another. Do we see Mildred on the board? Mildred is not on the board. We wouldn't have recognized her before. No, Mildred is not on the board. Okay. So if we examine the walls, like if we go around the walls, we're looking for like a separate entrance or a secret chamber or an entrance, a tunnel. Give me a location. <laughs> and just go the walls. <laughs> well, I'm checking over by the infirmary. I don't know where everyone else is. I'd like to check by the area that you said looked like it would detain prisoners. Okay. Let's do this person at a time. So, Susan, go ahead and roll uh, investigative mystery roll. 6, 11, 12, 13, 14. Mm-hmm. All right. So... You don't see anything that is like a passageway or anything like that. You do see that there are different vials of chemicals that you don't necessarily recognize. And you probably would if it was something medical related because you're a vet. But you definitely see all sorts of what looks like it might be medical equipment and like medicine. But a lot of it is not stuff you even recognize. Okay. Donovan, you want to take a roll? Yeah. Investigate a mystery. Mm-hmm. Oh, five plus nothing. <laughs> oh, five. <laughs> maybe, maybe someone's over there with Donovan. <laughs> I mean, guys, I'm really only good at the one thing. <laughs> You're really good at magic. I will tell you that you noticed that this cage has, I can describe it because everybody can see it. Okay. It's like a big square cage. There's shackles on various parts of it. There is some sort of pentagram or rune type thing at the bottom that looks like it's got multiple ways to hold creatures here. And while you're doing this and investigating, the door swings closed and locks you in.
This is a very tricky basement to navigate. Hello, I'm Joe Hogan, the editor of As the Dice Roll. I hope you're enjoying this episode of What Is Not. Lyle McCarns on Slack said, I absolutely love how Todd leads into Wolf Cow. Also, your creepy weird audio was killer. Thanks, Lyle. I don't add sound effects as often as I would like to, but I'm glad it's appreciated when I do. And we're very lucky to have Todd as part of our group. He's a great GM and a great player, and he's got some moments in the next few episodes I think you're going to really like. Of course, you don't have to wait for episodes of As the Dice Roll to listen to Todd's brilliance. You can listen to him on his podcasts, Nerdberg Review and Farming Simulated. And if you want to listen to a few of our other players, you can catch Katie on Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop and Disney Forever. And of course, you can listen to me on my podcast, Geektitude. You can also chat with us in real time over on Slack. You can find the geek to geek Media Slack by going to the Contact Us tab on the network website at geek 2 geekmediacom And while you're there, you can also join the geek 2 geek Media Discord server. You can follow us on Twitter at AsTheDiceRollRP, on Instagram at AsTheDiceRoll, or send us an email at podcast at AsTheDiceRollCast.com. That's it for me this week. I'll be back here next Friday, February 18th, with the next episode of Cautious Optimism. And then again on Friday, February 25th, with the next episode of What Is Not. Until then, let's see if the Hunters continue to roll fives right after a quick commercial break. When toxic culture has you down. When you're just looking to laugh and have fun. Kick back and enjoy watching a video game. Or just make some new friends. It's time to visit the geek to geek Media Network. A community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. Well, more of a family than a community. All dedicated to geeking out about the things we love. Things like video games, Star Wars, comics, movies, K-pop, Disney Plus, Keanu Reeves, new, or whatever our community decides is the next best thing. That's right. We have a great online community on Slack and Discord where we chat about our weekly geekery with listeners and viewers. And each other. Yep, and each other in real time, and we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes, Keanu. And while you're doing this and investigating, the door swings closed and locks you in. Oh, no. Oh, poor Donovan. I was about to ask if he was going to get locked in the cage. That was my first thought because he rolled the five. No, no, no. Hey, guys. <laughs> little little help. <laughs> little help here. Are we now rolling to help out? <laughs> oh, no, I think it's too late for that. <laughs> have to find a key when i try to open it is it locked if i push it open does it move it isn't actually locked it's a little rusty so it doesn't it doesn't open immediately but you see that there's a place for a padlock that would lock it and there's no padlock on it right now so i get out okay oh never mind never mind i'm good no no secrets over by the jail we're good everything's good we're all fine here um, are the vials that I'm with, can I take them with me? Are they closed? Can I take like a sample of each? Yeah. They're just little medical grade, those little things that you just stick the needle into and draw out whatever the liquid is. Okay. Like they have the, the rubber top that you stick the needle through. Is there risk that if we take these back into the upper with us, we kill everyone in the upper with uh, leaking fumes or anything like that? 
It doesn't seem that way to me. I mean, I'm looking at them and they look like clothes. They're in a room. If there was gas seeping, I figure it would already be in the entire down chamber. True. So I feel safe taking them, but I just wanted to get a sample of each. Mm. If you guys are okay with that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So I think, Zeke, didn't you say there was like a dormitory area, an area with beds, uh, Joe? Yeah, it's a bed, a locker bed, locker bed, locker bed, locker. Yeah, so Zeke investigates that area. Okay, go ahead and roll. Oh, two fives. So it's ten, and then investigative mystery is plus sharp, for which for Zeke is zero, so it's ten. Okay. So, you don't notice anything against the walls. I described that area pretty extensively the first time we were there. Because of bad memory. So, there's the locker for the guy that you saw in the front of the the comic book shop on the very first episode. Kind of a hunter dude looking like guy. Probably has a picture of him holding a fish, because why not? And then the next one is the redheaded guy who was part of this little group. It's got a lot of different types of clothing and weapons. The third one was Winnie's, which has a bunch of drawings that are like designs for cars and armoring up vans and and that kind of stuff. And then the last one is Vic's Locker, which has a bunch of very eccentric clothing going on. We have not re-encountered any of these folks, have we? No. Sounds a little bit like a well, I'd say an A team, but maybe a B team. <laughs> Said by one of the people that has a party member who just almost locked himself in a, in a cage. I'm, I'm fine. It, it ended up being fine. Everything's fine. No point fingers here. <laughs> Where's Beth? I'm over by the, there's like a little armory location. So I'm going to rifle through there slash possibly pocket some things, but I'm also going to roll. Okay, go for it. Oh, that wasn't a good roll. So four plus sharp, so five. <laughs> Sup, Donovan? How you doing in five land? <laughs> hey, hey. Glad for the company. So in investigating something, you like go into one of the, the I don't know, the, like it's one of those closets you see in like spy movies where you open it up and it's just like rows and rows and rows of weapons. Like a gun cabinet? Yeah, but I mean, it's like really displayed very nicely. And and it's not just guns. It's like maces and flails and all sorts of swords and daggers. and Something out of Grimm. Yes, very much something out of Grimm. And so Beth is looking at the different weapons. And one of them kind of falls. And then it just cascades all the rest of the weapons. <laughs> so what was what was beautifully set up and established as just like an organized piece of armory beauty is now just a mess. Now it's just all over the floor. <laughs> just all over the floor. Whoops. <laughs> what? I think we all jump in our respective places. <laughs> Are you okay, Beth? <laughs> And just because I want to keep track of things, who is, if anybody, is watching the Baghdad book feed? Bruce. Mm. Bruce. Is that what Bruce is focusing on? I wouldn't say he's focusing. He's probably (laughs) distracted by his phone. Or is the wardrobe still accessible? Are we anywhere near that? Oh, yeah. It's still open. 
Yeah, I was concerned about that. I think Bruce probably would get easily distracted by like maybe like changing up his wardrobe as well and and whatnot. So he's about, I don't know, maybe like 25% paying attention to the important stuff. Okay. Seems reasonable. So is Zeke monitoring the camera upstairs? Well, that's what we were just saying. That's Bruce's monitor. Oh, that's the Baghdad book. Oh, okay. That's our live feed. Okay. Bruce is fashion show slash monitoring the feed. Yes. He's kind of like driving and texting. Yeah. Perfect. I come out of the infirmary and say, how are we looking, everyone? Do I need to pick all this up or can I just leave it here? (laughs) (laughs) We don't have time to pick all that up. Okay. But we might find a few items in there worth taking with. So I'm a little worried that I got distracted while I was investigating the jail area and that maybe I missed something. Because to be honest, once the door accidentally closed behind me, I freaked out and I stopped looking. And now I'm scared to go back. (laughs) So if somebody could give that another once over, that'd be great. Yeah, absolutely. I go over and check out the jail area. Be careful of the door. (laughs) Do I need to roll again? Yes, please. 9, 10, 11, 12. My goodness. You're much better at this than I am. <laughs> <laughs> After a bad start, we're going good. All right, so you're looking around. I know you're specifically looking for a passageway of some sort, but you do notice that there is in the very back corner of the cage. There's like this little, what looks like a shedded snake skin. Not oh, jeez. Mm. Just a little strip of it. It looks like it was just this little bit of snake skin. Oh my. So something was at one point in this cage and I show everyone the piece of skin. How much is a little bit? Are we talking like, you know, a foot or five? feet. It's like a basilisk or something? Yeah, but I recognize it as a snake or as some creature that was other otherworldly. You wouldn't necessarily recognize it as a snake or anything specific. It's about the size of a cell phone. It's that, that kind of little rectangle scrap of shedded skin. Okay. Okay. Pocket that. Bring it with you. Put it in your bag. Okay. In my pocket with my medical vials. Hey, Bruce, how are we looking with that camera? Bruce gets distracted from looking at clothing and gets back to looking at the camera. (laughs) So far, so good. All right. Are there any areas of this space we have not yet checked out? I mean, we did the prison, we did the dorm, we did the armory. We didn't check the kitchen. Perhaps we should check the kitchen. And the conspiracy board area. Ah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Bruce will head to the kitchen. All right. Said his other favorite thing. All right, go ahead and roll investigate a mystery. Okay. That's plus one sharp. That is a 10. Yay. Okay. I am assuming the first place that Bruce goes to is the refrigerator. Definitely. One would assume. Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, just, just based on what I know about your character, figure that's the first place you go. You open the door, and the room is filled with a horrible, horrible smell. But not Bruce. Is it better than Bruce's smell or worse? (laughs) (laughs) Again, it's just different. This is very much of decomposing food. It's that I've left stuff in my fridge too long, and now it is a science experiment kind of thing but there's no like secret traps or, or uh, like switches or anything that opens a magical door behind the fridge or anything like that no there's no magical 
doors or anything. There's probably three bottles of ketchup because you always buy one because you want to have it, but you don't realize that you still have a half of a bottle of ketchup at home. Yeah, that's legit. Yeah, and then there's like a sandwich from like a takeout place that's probably all kind of like stale and gross. And uh, a couple of vegetables that are almost unnoticeable because they're either completely squishy gross or they are covered with a nice green fuzz. Ew. Any of this food appeal to Bruce? No, Bruce is a foodie. He likes his food fresh. (laughs) (laughs) Ironic. He might pet the vegetables because, you know, he said it was kind of like furry. So he might like, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Just to enjoy that like textural feel, but he's not going to eat that. (laughs) Just weird. The evil GM in me is just like, it's a mimic and it bites you. No. <laughs> that would be great. But no, it is not. It is just gross. But when you go and open up the cabinets, there are all sorts of canned goods. There's you know jars of peanut butter. There's a lot more dry goods. Since you rolled high, I'll give you that if there was a really easy way into this room... There's a very good chance with the amount of time that seems to have passed since somebody was in here last, something would have gotten into like the rice or the cereal or, you know what I mean? Like, you know, bugs or rats or something, but there's no droppings. There's no dead insects. Nothing seems to have gotten into this place since it was last inhabited. Interesting. Meaning the entire space, not just the kitchen. Mm Mm-hmm. But again, no like secret like switches. No secret switches. You flip a light on and it's the garbage disposal. <laughs> and you said that the cereal and the rice were not spoiled? <laughs> no, the cereal and the rice are not spoiled. Bruce will take a handful and kind of just eat some really quickly as he's looking for secret switches. <laughs> Excellent. Makes sense. I'm guessing it's off-brand Fruit Loops. Yeah, it's Baghdad Loops. Yes. <laughs> No, it's Cryptoloops. Cryptoloops, that's, yeah. Cryptoloops. Because everything is probably branded by Cryptocore. Yeah. Most likely. So maybe Zeke should investigate the, what the heck do you call it? The um, the board? Conspiracy board? Yeah, see, I want Zeke to investigate, but can we all just like sort of converge over there? Because I feel like we should look to see if there's anything that we noticed that we didn't notice before based on what we know now. But I want Zeke to like officially investigate for what we're looking for. So shall I roll? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, gosh. Um, that'd be five plus zero. <laughs> uh, help out would not help. So, <laughs> A lot of fives today. A lot of fives. A lot of fives today. Is there like a spell that we could do in the room to ascertain if there's something hidden that we haven't seen? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Now we're back in my wheelhouse. <laughs> All right. Well, wait, we need to know what the consequences are. Did anything happen to Zeke after that investigation at all or no? Yeah. Zeke is looking at the conspiracy board. This thing is huge. It takes up a third of that entire wall because, again, it's a big open square. It's just kind of cut into nine sections, you know, three across each wall. And so it's basically a third of this wall. It goes from ceiling to almost the floor. The only thing that's keeping it going from all the way down is there's a waist high counter that is right in front of it. And that's got papers and stuff on it all spread out. And when he's looking up all the way, 
He's not paying attention and he bangs into the table behind him that has all those books that you guys were looking through when you're trying to figure out the Jersey Devil mystery. And it tips over and the books go flying everywhere. Not cheese. We are making a mess. <laughs> and that reveals a secret passageway. Yes. <laughs> Huzzah. A book tumbles onto the floor and something sounds hollow. <laughs> no. Spins around and Bruce is nowhere to be found. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just a mess. And does this startle Zeke? I don't know. I'm not playing Zeke. Does it startle Zeke? <laughs> I'm just wondering if this frightens Zeke to the point where he's shifted back into a red panda. No. (laughs) (laughs) Have you read your shapeshift ability recently? Um, uh, hmm. Let's see. You may change your form usually into an animal. Decide if you have just one alternate form or several. Oh, I have multiple. And detail them. You gain plus one to investigate a mystery. Oh, when using an alternate form, superior senses. Oh. Well, that would give me six. I don't know that that would really... That's right. Become something and scurry around and explore. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds very dangerous. Go with a cockroach. A mouse. Uh, That's gross. No. I was thinking some kind of like a dog with a great sense of smell, maybe, or... Like a cow dog? Yes, cow dog. The keeper is going to rule that he has only been informed of one form that Zeke can take. So until otherwise informed, I think the red panda is it. All right. Well, Zeke is now a red panda. (laughs) He just feels safer that way with all this crashing going on around him. And that does give him an extra point of investigating mystery. So roll again. As a red panda, shall I roll again? You shall. I shall. All right. Let's see. Oh, well. Well, that was... <laughs> all right, let me get a couple more dice here. Hold on. This is going well, very well for all of us. <laughs> We're so productive. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I got a two plus a two. <laughs> plus one plus for one. the band. So I get a five. Five! And, and we still can't help him. Is everybody marking experience for this stuff? Yeah, you're all getting experience. Can the red panda, like, step on a book and fall on one of the books he already (laughs) knocked over? This is how I see it. The table tips over. The books go everywhere. It scares the crap out of Zeke. Zeke turns into the red panda in just an unconscious reaction and kind of scurries up against the wall where the board is and then bumps into that counter and is covered with papers from the counter. And so there's this very sad-looking red panda... That's underneath all of these like papers and scrolls and things. <laughs> How you react to that is up to you. I squeak. <laughs> what do red pandas sound like? I, I, I should have investigated this. Help, help me. As I'm looking around, I bend down and give Zeke a little rub on, on the head. <laughs> a pat on the back. and But I'm distracted because I'm still looking. Bruce, can you roll two dice for me, please? Okay. This is not uh, for experience. This is just for information. Nine. Niner. Got a niner. Okay. All of a sudden, you hear a clattering down the stairs. (gasps) Bruce said that he was paying about 25% attention to the video, which is perfect because that would be a 10 through 12. (laughs) Shit. 
<laughs> so he was not paying attention, so did not see that something is now in the library. And when you turn to see what is tumbling down the stairs, you see that it is the body of Elvis. <gasps> oh, no! Holy no! crap! Oh, no! Oh, we are so no. screwed. <laughs> Next time on What Is Not. I did want the key, but ultimately I simply wanted to get into this wonderful room and all its little secrets. You old blowhard, you can't defeat us all. Her mouth gets very wide in a grin, almost too wide for her face. And she goes, oh, this will be fun. You've been listening to As the Dice Roll. The As the Dice Roll intro music is The Soap Opera by James Bowers. You can find and license his music through Pond5 at Pond5.com. All the rest of the music in this episode is by Darren Curtis and can be found at DarrenCurtisMusic.com. The opening voiceover is by our very own Rob Sometimes. You can find his podcast at ComicBox.Libsyn.com. And the As the Dice Roll logo was created by Marcel Edwards. Check out her book, No Great Matter, at MSEdwards.com. As the Dice Roll is a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. Check out other geek to geek shows, streams, and content at Geek2GeekMedia.com. If you'd like to contact the show, you can send an email to podcast at AsTheDiceRollCast.com. Individual players and GMs, social media can be found on our website at AsTheDiceRollCast.com. 